what is up everybody welcome back to the stoner thoughts podcast here on spotify and you know what i am so sorry i didn't even realize that like i took a whole week off work like i just like i i completely just i've had so much shit going on in like life like real life type shit that like i didn't even think about the podcast that much lately like i completely have been like letting it slide and I keep telling, kept telling myself like, oh, I'm gonna record tomorrow. I'm gonna record tomorrow. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. So like, yeah, here I am. I'm back. Don't worry, I'm not dead. I keep getting comments on like, I got like two like DMs on Twitter from followers who were like, dude, are you good? Are you okay? Are you, are you dead? And I'm like, no, I'm not fucking dead. I'm just taking a bit of a break. Like, have you guys ever done creative work? It happens with everything, writing, drawing, making videos, making TikToks actually did it to me for a while too, where I'd take like a few days away from that. I think I actually took like a month or two away from that. Like right now, TikTok is just like, I I haven't posted on there in so long that I don't even think I'd be relevant on TikTok anymore. It's the same thing with like Twitch streaming. Like Twitch streaming, I used to do it like literally like as a side job to help like pay my bills half the time. And now like, now I just, I just, I don't stream that much because I'm always super baked at night and there's something about being super baked and being on Twitch that I'm just like, I don't know. I would rather just sit in stone, silent comfort and play my video games. And I thought about just streaming gameplay, like no commentary or whatever, but like, I like to talk. But anyways, yeah, guys, I'm sorry that my life got so fucking crazy busy, but I have something super interesting to talk to you guys about tonight. And that is the fact that we are now experiencing the death of the middle class. Now, in history, this isn't the first time that this has happened. This has happened in other great societies, too. I believe it happened as well in, like, Rome, even though they treated, like, their their people a little bit better. But there was just rich, and then there was basically the the common people, the common folk, and then there was, like, slaves, like, house slaves and stuff. And... What I mean by that is like there was no there was nothing in between the rich and the slaves. I mean, I guess you would count like the military class as one of the high most highly revered in Rome too, along with the noble class, but like I don't I don't know. I don't know how it went in ancient Rome. Like I'm not I'm not an expert in that field. I, I would really like to be actually. I'd love to learn more about it, like the true story of it, like how everything worked in that society, like break it down into the fundamentals. Like I, I might go on a YouTube history class binge after this. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But let me take a hit and I'll explain to you what I mean by it's t- they, they are killing the middle class. All right, let's get into this. Really hot topic tonight. I know nobody was expecting that one to come out after a week, huh? So, what I mean by the death of the middle class is, crack my Pepsi real quick too. Those of you that don't know what the middle class is, the middle class is basically what exists between the lower class, which is like people who are severely financially struggling, people who are in debt, who are, you know, basically either fighting just to get by or literally like living off of government stipends such as like food stamps cash aid 
whatever that you want to go you want to get into that field like i'm not going to say anything too much on that because like i have been on food stamps and cash aid before so i understand like it, it life is a struggle it fucking sucks and what really fucking sucks about it is you can work a 40 plus hour work week right at any job any job right now and yet you will still not be making not be making enough to even afford like a base apartment a decent apartment on your own you will essentially have to have a roommate you will have to have multiple people living in your house that have jobs for example my my, my wife and i we both work we we both pitch in to pay for this apartment if we both weren't working it wouldn't work like, let's say I'm making what's referred to as minimum wage, which is what the government decides is the minimum amount of money that I need to survive. For me to work, pay all my bills, pay my rent, pay a phone bill, pay all my, like, utilities and everything like that. I would have to work. I did the math at my minimum, barely above minimum wage job. I would have to work at least 65 to, like, 72 hours a week. I would literally have to work almost 10 hours a day, nine hours and something odd minutes every single day to be able to afford everything. And that's with no money left over for like expenditures, which is sad because I don't even live in like an upscale expensive apartment. I don't understand how people my age have like a house, a car, all this. And they've been they're like, oh, we invested. Oh, we did stocks. We did this. And I'm like, well... I fucked up and went to college. There you go. And that's another thing. These families that have held on to money for decades, centuries, these big, rich families that have all this money, right? They do not care about people like like me and you, if you are, you know, in my class. If you're bougie as hell and listening to this podcast consider subscribing it's only 99 cents a month or 199 something like that hell dm me on instagram at nikki's underscore game underscore corner that's the new like gaming instagram that i got access back into because my other account got kicked off of instagram it's still there you can still search up the stoner thoughts official instagram i just don't have access to it so with that being said the fact that I even have to ask people to subscribe to my podcast and the fact that I am recording a podcast as like a little like side fun hustle thing is kind of depressing because like I remember when I was working at a different job making less money but getting way more hours and overtime and working like some days I would be at the thrift shops when I was working there, especially when I was management, I'd be there from like 6.30 in the morning, sometimes five o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Like I'd be there all day and my checks would be fat. But now like working at places that I'm working now, like 7-Eleven for example, they do not want you to get overtime. If you get any overtime, you have to call a manager, tell them why you're taking overtime, tell them why you're staying late. And even then, even then, and yes, I'm going to put my boss on blast because I doubt he listens to my podcast. And number two, I don't give a fuck if he does because freedom of speech. But um, 
editing people's hours, editing in lunches. That is the exact same reason that I quit another job. I quit another job because of that exact same thing. I do not take a lunch during my shift at this job. I didn't take a lunch at my shift at my other job. Legally, am I entitled to a 30-minute break? Yes. At a restaurant, you know, understandable. It gets busy. Take your lunch early if you want to get a little bit of rest time before that fucking dinner rush kicks in. But the whole point is, everyone's saying, oh, people don't want to work. Gen Z and millennials don't want to work. No, it's not that we don't want to work. It's that we don't want to be kissing someone else's boots for the next 15 years before you decide to give me a decent pay raise that's enough to live off of. I don't want to have to sit there and go, oh, yes, sir, please give me some more hours, sir. Like, I'll, I'll do whatever you say, sir. Sir, yes, sir. Oh, I'll, I'll scrub these floors. I'm not going to kill myself for a minimum wage fucking job. And that is the rant for tonight. And hear me out on this one. If you guys have ever experienced any of this, you have to subscribe to the podcast or at least go over to the YouTube channel. Stoner Thoughts Official should be like a sunset, I believe, is the background picture on it. It should be linked on the podcast homepage. But if you've ever worked at a job that pays minimum wage but expects you to work like a fully fucking trained oxen, you have to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you've ever busted your ass for a person that you feel really genuinely doesn't deserve your time or effort and get little to nothing as a reward for it, and then you get some bullshit excuse like, oh, well, we didn't put money into the pay payout account. Oh, well, uh, the business was a little slow this month, so we had to cut some people's paychecks to make up for other things. But don't worry, we'll get it back to you. All of these things, guys, let me tell you, do not be a pushover at your jobs. I have made this mistake before, all right? I did this for a restaurant. I did this for the restaurant because I liked the job. I liked cooking. I liked working there. I liked prep. I got to be one of the best they had in that goddamn kitchen. And yet, I still got, when I talked back and started putting my foot down about hours and wages and my checks started getting less and less, even though I was working more and more hours, which was the part that didn't make sense to me, right? If you work 10 hours and you're making $20 an hour, what's 20 times 10? That's $200 a day. That's times five days a week. So I'm working 50 hours. All right. So that's 200 400, 600, 800, 1000 dollars. 1000 dollars in a week, right? That's four thousand dollars a month. And after ta- that's not even what I made. I was supposed to be making $2250. So I was gonna be making more than a thousand dollars every week. And when I got my paycheck at two weeks and they only gave me three hundred and something dollars. You understand the anger that I felt. The reason why I straight up told my boss, I'm like, I'm done, dude. I worked my shift one night. I finished my shift. Actually, no, I didn't even finish my shift the night that I quit. I literally quit and walked out because fuck that. And any job that tells you you have to put in a two weeks notice. No, you do not. There is zero legal repercussion for it if you can provide valid reason 
for you quitting that job. For me, it was my paycheck. It was my paycheck. It was the way I was being treated at this restaurant. It was the way that I was being talked to at this restaurant, talked down to by some staff members, ignored. To, I, I was a, I was the, the lead for brunch shift, right? Because I can make a mean, mean omelet now, dude. Like, I learned how to make these perfect, beautiful, little tasty Italian omelets with, like, the cooked sausage in them and some bacon in there, some cheese, throwing some spinach, cheap, like, spinach tomatoes a fine chopped garlic like minced garlic toss it all up together with some like onions get them good and caramelized you know or just you know they lightly saute everything together a little bit give it that blend of flavor throw that egg in there you can hear that in your back of your head you know that sound when you crack an egg and it goes i need to get a soundboard for this podcast but like you can imagine it the satisfaction of making something like that for people Especially when they would specifically ask for me to make their omelets after this, after the first few brunch shifts. Do you know how good that felt? But do you know how shitty it felt when I got taken off of brunch? I was taken off. All of a sudden, they hired a new guy who basically wanted to run the kitchen for himself. Which, you know, kudos to you, my guy. He worked at a much busier restaurant. He had more experience. I wasn't going to fight him. I was going to allow him to do his thing. I would let him tell me, like, oh, hey, 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 we need to get this, we need to get this, we need to get this. And I would be, all right, cool. I'll run the middle. I'll run the I'll run the middle. I'll do plating. I'll get everything up there. You know, you're cooking this, 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 and this on this side. I'm cooking this and this in the middle. I was mostly doing the sides. Because I was doing the plating at that point. And so when I was doing the sides and the plating, I really didn't focus too much on the overall orders. But for example, we had somebody fuck up a filet mignon, a beautiful steak. And this guy overcooked it to shit. The customer obviously complained. He tried to hide it with sauce. But when you cut into a steak, no amount of sauce is going to make a a well-done steak come anywhere near close to a medium rare all right there is nothing you can do at that point if you're eating a well-done filet mignon fuck off out of this podcast i'm not even i'm not even kidding that is a hill i will die on it's my steaks all right medium well all right medium rare mm, mm, my one of my favorites certain steaks medium like a filet i will eat a filet medium or medium well Medium rare, all right, you're pushing it a little bit. There's a little little too much pink for me, a little too bloody for me, all right? And then there's people that would order a blue steak, which you literally just throw some butter in that pan, sear up the outside of it until it gets a nice, like, flaky crust. Then you pull that shit out. It is still raw in the middle. It's going to bleed like you just cut it off of a fucking T-bone. But... I'm getting way off track with the whole revolting against the middle class thing. Anyways, the rich people want to make it so that there is no middle class. There is no people that are doing kind of okay. They want there to be rich, well off, and then poor. The problem with that is nobody can afford to be poor. But then you look into certain laws about housing and things like that. For example, I have a two-bedroom apartment, right? If me, my wife, and my kids all shared one room, 
we put like a bunk bed in the room next to our bed or whatever. That'd be fine. But if we had like a family member like move in to take the other room, for example, like I don't know if I had my mom move in or like one of my brothers move in or like my sister or somebody like that. Or like let's say like my mom and my sister move in and they share that bedroom. We're all working. The apartment is getting paid for. There's plenty of extra money to go around. Everybody's doing their share of things. It would be hectic as fuck, yes. But it would be much more easily affordable. The problem is, a lot of places will not let you do that. You can't have that many people in your house, they say. But like growing up, I had seven brothers and sisters. At one point, there was three of us sleeping literally like in a single bunk bed. It was me and my brother on the bottom and then my my, uh, my other brother up on the top. And then my other brother had like a little like his like baby bed in the corner of the room. So there was like four of us in a room at one point, right? We didn't struggle. We didn't care. We didn't mind. Like, yeah, it was crowded and we'd argue sometimes. But like overall, like it wasn't that bad. But the problem is now the more laws and regulations you put on things such as housing the less likely people are going to be able to afford it. For example, I have a friend right now who is in a very severe, like, financial struggle. Going through it, doesn't know what to do, like, is, is, is currently, like, like, he's, he's, he's literally debating going to, to, like, a men's shelter because he literally can't afford housing, even though he works a 40 to 60 plus hour work week. He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. And everybody's like, well, just get a cheaper apartment. All right. Hear me out. I'm in California. Let me go ahead and do this. Just just so you can just so you can verify this. We're gonna Google it. Cheapest apartments near me. Alright. The cheapest apartment. We're gonna we're gonna sort it from price low to high. Some of the lowest are fifteen hundred for a one bedroom, two bedroom apartment. Now, there's these studios that it's showing on here. You can get a studio apartment for like eight hundred bucks, but most studios won't allow you to have like multiple children in it. So you're gonna be struggling if you got a studio. All right. Now, some places like the one I used to live at were cool with kids, you know, kids living with their parents. Like we had our room in the front room and we got kind of lucky because our studio had like a separating wall. So like it was it was the front room was the adult room with like the gaming setup, the TV, couch, bed. And then the back room was the kids room. Right. There you go. But even then, like, having to hang a curtain, there was only one bathroom, having to run, like, put a fan in every freaking room because it's a studio and you gotta move that air around yourself because it only has a fucking window unit in the front, which actually kept that one-room apartment pretty cool. And then, like, when I lived there by myself, it wasn't a struggle at all. Like, I had a great time. I always had extra money because that's when I was, again, making fucking bank, living in a cheap apartment. Sketchy part of town, but cheap apartment. You know, I, it was the kind of apartment I got lucky because mine was like on the inside of the buildings all the way in the back. So for someone to get to my apartment, they had to walk into my complex past like four security cameras, 
walk all the way down, pop my screen door lock, then pop my door lock, then get into my house, then get past my dog, which I had a nice, friendly little pit bull at the time. Which, to a complete stranger, they'd think, oh shit, I'm fucked, that's a pit bull. But to your average person, you know, he, he would be, oh, that's scary, but he was a big baby. I mean, like, if a robber ever tried to, like, hit him or, like, kick him out of the way or something like that, I'm sure he'd think, oh, it's playtime. Give me your leg. Because he would do that to me. He would never mean to hurt me, but, yeah, I got nipped a couple times by him. He's a good boy, though. But my point is, to fuck around with my apartment was to fuck around with a big-ass pit bull and two cats, one of which was an asshole. Who would scratch the shit out of even me if there was no water in the water dish when I got up in the morning. And I could always tell because I would give her water and then she would come up and cuddle with me and be like, yes, thank you, human. You have done your services for the day. But my point is, even if I quit, even if I had the job I have now and was living in that apartment, yeah, I'd be able to afford rent. But I wouldn't be able to afford like everything on top of rent because when I was living there, my rent was 600 and 655, right? So let's do some math as to what I paid for rent for a studio apartment with all my bills in 2017. Scroll over, give me my calculator phone. So rent was 655. Add on to that my phone bill, which was $168 on average, if I remember correctly. Then you add in my electric bill, which in the winter was super fucking cheap because I would literally just crack the windows open at night and like put a stick in it so they couldn't open all the way and let in the cool air breeze and stick a box fan in the window, you know. So my electric in the winter would have been cheaper, but we'll go by summer, which is the hottest month when I was running the AC 24-7, seven days a week, never turned it off. Fuck that. It would get way too fucking hot in there. So while pounding my AC, playing on my gaming PC, having the TV turned on in the background, doing my thing, streaming music, whatever I was doing at the time, my electric bill probably, if I remember correctly, the highest electric bill I ever think I had was like 189 So we'll add that on there. So 655 plus 189 plus 158 and my gas bill was literally like $12 a month. It was fucking cheap. And I had the good Wi-Fi back then. So I think I was paying $75 a month for Wi-Fi. Because I had like the super ultra fast whatever package it was. Because I was streaming to Twitch back then. So it's phone, Wi-Fi, electricity, gas. I didn't pay for water. It was included with the apartment. I didn't pay for trash. It was included with the apartment. Groceries, we'll round in groceries because I used to spend a lot of money on groceries because I used to cook at home all the time. I make a lot of pasta. I ate a lot of like sandwiches and like microwave meals, if I'm being honest with you. So I know what my budget for groceries was back then. I would spend $125 a week on groceries and I would average in probably about like, like at back then fast food was cheaper. So let's say like, we'll go with 40 just to, just to, you know, overcompensate for like monsters and stuff too. 
So my total bills come out to $1,254 a month. I was making on average $2,300 every two weeks. So that's $4,600 a month minus $1,253. So $4,600 minus $1,253. I still had an extra $3,347 in the bank at the end of every month, which I would spend on everybody else but myself. I would literally take family out. I would took I took my mom grocery shopping like every other weekend. Like I used to do all kinds of fun stuff with the family back then because I could afford it. Oh, and then we'll we'll even do this. We'll even average in like my my two weekend trips to Los Angeles every month, which was fifty bucks for the Greyhound ticket round trip. So that would be a hundred dollars. Right, you know what? I'm not doing all that math right now. But it literally would have been like maybe close to like $500 less in my paycheck because I traveled on a budget when I would travel to LA. I would rent like the cheapest fucking sketchiest hotels. I wouldn't take anything of value with me. I'd take like my iPad, my phone, and like my clothes and that was it. Because I was like every hotel has shampoo and conditioner. I don't care how crappy it is. It's just a weekend. You know, food, Ubers, things like that. I had money for a lot of that stuff back then. But now if I was working the same job, so let's say now I'm working that same job, I'm making 4600 a month. I'd be able to live comfortably, kind of, still, if I was still making $23 an hour. However, that is not the case. That is nearly eight more dollars than I am making an hour now. Now, I know that doesn't sound like much, but when you do the math and you magnify it, the problem with existing right now is everything is so fucking expensive now. Like when I was smoking cigarettes back then and I'd be buying my two packs every couple of days from Circle K, right? Nearly a pack a day. I know I was terrible. I was a fiend. It was, it was absolutely atrocious, but I was only spending like $8 and something cents for two packs of smokes. I mean, they were probably more than that. It was more like 10 something, maybe 12. But it wasn't no $20 for two packs of cigarettes, let me tell you that back then. But like I said, you wouldn't be able to get away with anything like that now. Food prices have gone up. Gas prices have gone up exponentially. Gas was like a dollar something, two dollars and something cents. I remember how freaked out everybody got when it went up to like 450. It's terrible and it's scary. So to those of you out there, this is what I recommend in I recommend investing for one. I recommend getting into some sort of like, you know, DoorDash, Uber Eats, have a side hustle. And I recommend Maybe even starting your own podcast, guys. Use, use this platform, Spotify for Podcasters. It's super fucking easy. Find something to do with your spare time when you're alone at night and you're, like, you know, having fun with your friends. You know, be like, hey, guys, you guys want to record something? Like, you want to upload something? Maybe start a YouTube channel. Start a clothing brand. Who knows? Who cares? But anyways, guys, that's all I got for you tonight. Watch out because they are trying to destroy the middle class. 
There's my anti-government message of the year, alright? Everybody have a good night. I hope this episode doesn't get fucking taken down or banned me. But anyways, I'm out. Peace. Stay high, stay lifted, stay awesome, and I'll talk to all you guys on the next episode of the Stellar Thoughts Podcast. Good night.